Dear songwriter, you're stuck on lyrics again. I feel your pain. You're having trouble once again with verse two. Not sure what to write about, maybe, or you're second guessing every lyric that you're writing. I've certainly been there. If this is you, you're going to want to tune into today's episode because I'm going to be outlining four lyric writing tools that we can use, which are inspired by one of my favorite songwriters, Ben Gibbard, who fronts the band Death Cab for Cutie. These tools will show you how to progress your story in the second verse, how to write more descriptively and not be so blatant and obvious about what you mean, how to write a different kind of chorus than perhaps what other songwriting coaches are suggesting that you write, as well as how to use clear metaphor based on objects in your verses. And we're going to look at two songs specifically, which include I Will Follow You Into the Dark, as well as Title and Registration, to show you how these tools are implemented. My name is Connor Frost. I'm a professional songwriting mentor who's helped hundreds of songwriters to write their first collection of songs. And this is Dear Songwriter, the podcast to help you confidently write and release your music so that you can live out your most musical and creative life. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome to the show. As always, episode 97, which is exciting. This episode was inspired by a free class that I led the other night, which, by the way, if you're ever interested in these free classes, just sign up for the Songwriters Vault, connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T, dot com slash vault, V-A-U-L-T podcast, if you're ever interested in these free classes that I offer sometimes. And I decided to talk about the song, I'll Follow You Into the Dark, because it definitely has really cool possibilities and a lot of cool things that we can learn from it as it relates to specifically lyric writing. So like I said, there's four different tools that we're going to go into, the first of which is the use of clear, even shocking storytelling language to progress your second verse. And to do that, we're going to take a look at verse two of the song, I Will Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. And then I'm going to read verse one to kind of show you how it contrasts. Okay, so here's verse two. In Catholic school, as vicious as Roman rule, I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black, and I held my tongue as she told me, son, fear is the heart of love. So I never went back. Looking at verse two without any other context, there's some fairly strong language in there. Knuckles bruised, held my tongue. Let's go to verse one and see sort of the difference. Love of mine, someday you will die, but I'll be close behind, I'll follow you into the dark. No blinding light or tunnels to gates of white, just our hands clasped so tight, waiting for the hint of a spark. Still some pretty descriptive language in there, but not as suggestive or violent. So when we put that side by side, we can see that using kind of elevated language, using more shocking language is a way that you can progress your second verse. Now, do I mean that your second verse needs to suggest a violence? No, not necessarily. But I think finding stronger language could be a way to progress your second verse. Obviously, it would need to make sense and it would need to depend on the context. Okay, so that is 
Tool number one, the use of clear, shocking storytelling language to progress your second verse specifically. Tool number two is the use of showing, quote, what's happening as opposed to, quote, telling, being clear and obvious all the time, right? And so I'm actually going to use the same verse, that second verse, as an example. I'm going to read it again, and you tell me what you think it means. In Catholic school, as vicious as Roman rule, I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black, and I held my tongue as she told me, son, fear is the heart of love, so I never went back. Reintroducing that kind of violent language, showing what's happening. And it was funny, the other night when we were on this call, when we were doing this free class, someone in the chat was like, that's a really interesting way to say you got hit by a nun. And that's kind of the point. He's not coming outright and saying that this happened, painting a picture for us instead. And so I think showing what's happening as opposed to telling, like I've talked about in past episodes, can be really strong because it kind of forces the listener to put themselves in that situation. And they're not just being fed the answers, right? They can come up with their own interpretation of what's happening. And that's the beauty of songwriting. Okay, so that's tool number two the use of showing what's happening as opposed to telling, and in this case, specifically in the verses. Okay, songwriter, really quick. I have my calendar open at the time of you listening to this, and what that means is that I am offering the opportunity to speak with me or my team. At the time of recording this, it will be me, and we're going to set some goals for your songwriting. We're going to assess maybe where you are with your songwriting, what you might be struggling with, And if it feels like a good fit, we will talk about ways that we can work with each other one-on-one. If you're interested in that, go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R Frost, F-R-O-S-T dot com slash call, C-A-L-L. And that is where you'll be able to book your call. And again, it is free. It is absolutely free. And we can just start there. Okay, back to the show. Tool number three is the use of a descriptive kind of wordy chorus, right? And so in past episodes, and I think when we generally think of choruses, typically they're not as descriptive or they're not as wordy, right? This is where you often drive home the main point of the song, main concept of the song. The idea is to bring people together to sing this part so you don't necessarily want it super wordy or super descriptive based on the song. But Ben Gibbard is someone who challenges this idea. And this is to show you that ultimately certain rules are meant to be broken and you can absolutely write a descriptive chorus. Now, I think there is good ways to go about this and not so good ways. And I think this is a really good example of a descriptive chorus. So let's read the lyrics for the chorus. If heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied, illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then I'll follow you into the dark. Beautiful chorus in my opinion, but leaving my opinion out of it, it is a fairly wordy, fairly descriptive chorus, right? And again, this might challenge what we know or what we've been told about choruses. I think this is an example of how you can fight against some of these rules. Okay, so that's tool number three, the use of descriptive and kind of wordy chorus. Tool number four is the use of clear metaphor based on a specific object. Okay, so for this, I'm going to switch songs. I'm going to go to title and registration, also by Death Cab for Cutie, and I'm just going to read the first verse. The glove compartment is inaccurately named. 
and everybody knows it. So I'm proposing a swift orderly change because behind its door, there's nothing to keep my fingers warm. And all I find are souvenirs from better times before the gleam of your taillights fading east to find yourself a better life. So a lot of reasons that I love this verse. I think first and foremost, that first line, just coming out with the metaphor, coming out with this object that he's describing and his opinion on it, right? The glove compartment is inaccurately named and everybody knows it. So I'm proposing a swift orderly change. So from the get-go, we have that image of a glove compartment. That's exactly what he's talking about. Then elaborating on it even more because behind its door, there's nothing to keep my fingers warm. And all I find are souvenirs from better times. So we start to get into the life of this character a little bit, referencing better times, but still tying to this metaphor, to this object of the glove compartment. Before the gleam of your taillights fading east, this is the next line, to find yourself a better life. So in those last two lines, introducing this other character, but again, still clinging onto this metaphor of the glove compartment and also keeping it closely related to just the scene of a car in general, right? Your taillights fading east to find yourself a better life, right? So not straying from that car. We have glove compartment and we have taillights. I think that's really important when we're talking about what I like to call close metaphor, really coming up with those similar words that can tie to the metaphor. So I've talked about this in previous podcasts, this exercise of object writing, which I believe was coined by Pat Pattison, who is a lyrics coach, a songwriting coach. And this particular exercise is taking a random object and essentially free form journaling on that object. And I obviously don't know how this song came to be, title and registration, but I just love the idea of choosing a particular object, free writing on it, and seeing what can come from it. At first, you might look at this object as you are writing and talk about the physical appearance of it, what it looks like, what it sounds like. But then as you get deeper, that's when metaphor might start to happen as you get more descriptive, as you start to think about how this particular object might relate to something else. I like to think that Ben Gibbard, when he was writing this song, the first thing he did, right, was do this exercise of object writing. And then I think the other exercise that I also learned from Pat Pattison's book, Writing Better Lyrics, is when you are trying to take this a step further and create the metaphor, you don't want to get too far off the beaten path in terms of the words being closely related. So like I was saying before, taillights being tied to glove compartment, right? They're within the theme of this metaphor and car in general. And so an exercise that you can do with that is like, let's say you do want to create this metaphor, let's say about glove compartment. So maybe you just start coming up with a vocabulary list of words that are closely related to glove compartment, right? So first things that come to your mind, right? Window, dashboard, odometer, right? And you just start listing those words and then you can use those words as you're building out your verses so that we don't stray too far from the imagery and we don't stray too far from the metaphor. And I think this song, Title and Registration, is a great example of that. 
Went on a little bit of a tangent there, but I think it's useful. Hopefully you find it to be useful as well. Okay, so to summarize the four tools we can learn as it relates to lyrics from Death Cab for Cutie in these two songs, I Will Follow You Into the Dark, as well as title and registration. Number one, the use of clear, shocking storytelling language to progress your second verse. Number two, the use of showing what's happening as opposed to telling. Number three, the use of a descriptive wordy chorus. Number four, the use of a clear metaphor based on a specific object. There you have it. Thanks so much. As always, hope you found some value in this. Hey, if you like this podcast, can you give it a review? Could you rate it? That would be helpful. That's all I'm going to say about that. Anyways, I will talk to you next week and happy writing. Happy writing.